This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You are always scum. Rebel scum. No wonder this took so long. Yeah, yeah, I've been waiting for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. The child. <laughs> I could bring you in warm, or I could bring you in cold. Oh, Groget's doing the the force. I need a little, like, satchel for her to hang out in. <laughs> my wife's like, what are you doing? And I ran into the other room to grab <laughs> That's that. what my wife said. <laughs> Halloween. Second. Happy Halloween. <laughs> All right. Say goodbye, Grogu. I was like, Grogu's got to get changed. I'm like, now that Selena's on the, the show, I'm like, He's going to dress up like the Mandalorian. It's going to happen. Actually, to be honest, that was like a last minute decision. Can James even see from me? Yes, I can. Look, you can see my nose is clearly. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Should I just... Look. You can see the little bit of hair that I have is up top. Hold on, I got to go. The child. All right, I'm the Mandalorian. I'm James. Oh. This is Brock, and this is the Rebel Scum Podcast coming back to you oh. again after 10 years of being away. It's, it feels like it's been 10 years. Hold on, let me take this off. Oh, boy. Yeah. There we go. Switch it up. That hurt my nose, Boom. actually. But that was me and Grogu. We thought it would be fun to do it. But honestly, Brock, that was like a last minute. For people listening, they have no idea what just happened. Like, <laughs> but that was a last minute decision yeah, yeah. uh my friend steve gave me i think he gave me this mandalorian costume too like a few years ago but he just <laughs> gave me that yoda mask i'm like we should do this and so we did it and and uh and there and here we are episode 261 though a halloween i like doing these halloween shows because um star wars is the most least halloween thing of all time and <laughs> uh but we keep trying to like push the agenda like like KK has her agenda, yeah. and that's why she usually gets fired. And we have our horror, how Star Wars horror movie agenda, also. And and the reason why I'm not in like where I normally am, and I'm here once again, is because of that shtick that we just did. Because I was going, I was in the other room, yeah. And then now I'm here for the next hour, so Aaron can't watch the blacklist until I'm done. Um, <laughs> and he tricked me because I didn't expect any of that. I knew. Selena was in the room, but I yeah. you weren't even wearing that like two minutes ago. <laughs> no, and 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 if your internet would have worked from the get go, you wouldn't even know that she was in the room. So that would have. <laughs> no, I knew she because... was in the room. I could hear. <laughs> no, but but if we started when we were oh like, yeah, well she her bass and that's right there. That's why you heard her. Is it echoey? Yeah, I'm sorry yeah, if it's yeah, echoey. Yeah. It's uh, it says no Andrew. Um, but yeah, hi to everybody in the chat, Vermont, Mike, Heidi, and Dale in the chat. Good times here. Brock, you ready for trick-or-treating Halloween? Look at that arrow size Halloween Absolutely. Bar. Do you like the I'm Halloween size chocolate? I live in... Yeah, I do. Especially if you keep it cold. Did you ever do that? Put chocolate in the freezer and then occasionally take some out and eat it? But that if you live in, then it goes white though. Like if, if it's not frozen, if you let it thaw out, it goes. I white mean, you gotta white. eat it. Why are you buying chocolate that you're not eating immediately? I don't understand. Like, well, like, are you okay? Well, you're freezing. I don't know. You're freezing chocolate. Mine doesn't get far enough to get into the freezer. Mine is mm. like, like I just bought. <laughs> I bought Halloween chocolate. I live in the woods. No kid yeah. is coming to my house, Brock. But I bought enough chocolate, and nice. then I'm telling Aaron like, we gotta take Selena trick or treating. Like she's got to go. Oh, I was like, she's a month, she's seven weeks old. I'm like, yeah, but like, 
this is when you for some reason i don't understand this <laughs> if i brought her like trick-or-treating I would probably get like all the candy at like everyone's house. But if I brought like a 10 year old, they'd be like, you're a little old, but like really the 10 year old's going to enjoy the chocolate a lot more than she, like she can't eat the chocolate. She can only eat no. milk and formula. Yeah. I will eat all of her candy. So this is, so Aaron and I, we're in a, a domestic right now over that one. She just said, we're not going to a dream, but what, you know what? The thing is, Aaron not gets tired. Not have it. Because newborns, you know, they require a lot of work and, and parents are tired. So Aaron's going to take a nap and I'm going to yeah. take the kid trick-or-treating and she won't even know. Death stare, yeah. Brock. Just Dress her up anyway, like a Subway person. sandwich. No one will know. <laughs> All right, let's get on with the show because uh, Werewolf oh. by Night happened on Marvel. Remember the old... Uh, oh, two, two messages here as well. Um, but Werewolf by Night happened on Marvel. We don't talk about that here, but it did happen. You watched it. I watched it. We both very much enjoyed it. It was black and white, so it's not yeah, everybody's it awesome. cup of tea. But the thing is, is, is I, I mean, maybe the second half of it or the last third maybe felt a little bit marvel But that first half, at least, I was like, this is awesome. Like, it did not feel like a Marvel thing at all. It felt like very separate from almost everything we've been like been suffocated in over the last like 10 years um it, but it got me thinking about star wars because every time we talk about star wars can they do a horror movie in star wars well marvel just did one and even though it felt separate that last little bit kind of felt like it was going to connect and now i feel like those characters because it's marvel they can make those characters work in the MC in the greater mcu now yeah, I mean, like, you got Doctor Strange, so you can just put the occult with him. Like, I highly expect... No spoilers if you haven't watched Werewolf by Night. I expect... Uh, hold. I'll give you 10 seconds. I highly expect, like, Man-Thing to show up in a Doctor Strange thing. I don't think he's going to get his own movie, but he's a character that you throw into those crazy things. Uh, yeah, so, like... And it, like multiverses of madness, kind of had a horror side to it. I mean, outside of Sam Raimi who directed it, but like that was what they were trying to push it as. I mean, so like they can definitely do a spooky. Like my wife put it right. It's like you don't have to watch scary movies necessarily for the Halloween season. They just at least have to be spooky. So like, Hocus Pocus isn't really scary, spooky. It's funny, but like. It has a spooky vibe to it. Or watching like Adam's Family or Beetlejuice, right? So it's like, it doesn't need to be a horror Star Wars thing per se. But something spooky, I suppose. And like, I don't know. It, I want it to happen too, James. I was like, I don't really know how you do it per se. No, I'm not sure if... I don't know. Um, I think you can do it. And here, here's, here's what I'm going to say. Because this is one of the odds. So I don't want to really go too far into it. But if you look at the cantina in in a new hope and even before it was called a new hope before the special editions and everything when it was just star wars and it was out there the cantina had a lot of uh they still do obviously a lot of intriguing yeah. aliens and characters in there mm -hmm. um obviously ponda baba and all that stuff but but in the before the special editions there was like a werewolf kind of looking yeah. monster yeah. that's no longer in there anymore um, and that, like, you can, I think you could take, like, what is that character's story? What are the characters in the cantina's story? And they kind of like the terrifying tales, the Lego thing. I just watched that a few weeks ago and I'm like, <laughs> oh, this, this is fun. Yeah. And that, that kind of goes a little bit too far and it's for kids, right? So it goes a little bit too far, but I think you could take a cantina character in star Wars and the thing, and, and what, what Werewolf by Night did that was so brilliant was it was that special presentation. It was like, here is a special yeah. presentation. Yeah. It is a one-off. It mm. is just because it's Halloween and you're going to have a good time. Guardians of the Galaxy is doing it with Christmas, right? And that one might be a little bit more connected because it's part of like the Guardians universe. But 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 Star Wars, I think they're at a point now when Lego has, has obviously been able to get away with it. And maybe Star Wars as a whole can as well. Because they could just be like, this is a special presentation. It is a one-off. It is a fun romp through Star Wars about the Wolfman in the cantina or Hammerhead mm. in the like something in the cantina that's a little bit darker in tone and a little bit more horror or you know Halloween centric that deals with you know the witches of Dathomir like things like that yeah. you can get away with. Like there's a one-off, a special presentation right there. The witches of Dathomir, Halloween comes. You're like, you know what I feel like watching that 
that episode of Star Wars. That has, yeah. you know, maybe they touch on it later on, maybe they don't. That's not the point, but you yeah. get it out there. Because Werewolf by Night, I'll probably watch it again next year. Yeah, and I don't absolutely. care if that I don't care if and, and I know they will, but I don't care if any of those characters ever appeared in anything ever again because it yeah. was so isolated, it was its own thing, and it was great for the season. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh shoot, I lost it. Um I mean, yeah, like a Dagobah, go on Dagobah, but there's no Yoda and you're just in the middle of a swamp that's trying to kill you. Like, that's a good setting. I get these random posts on Facebook that are comic book pages, which I like. I'll click on these because I, I, I find it interesting. And there's one that, like, I get Marvel ones and I get Star Wars ones. And it's kind of cool because you'll get one page. And if you click on it, like, later when you're going through your feed, you'll get the second page. And the one that's been up uh, is... A couple pages from uh, the Tales from Darth Vader's Castle, like the horror, uh, the ID yeah. horror ones they put out at, for IDW, and there was one where like this guy like looks, he's like in a swamp somewhere, and like there's a skeleton that looks like Luke from Return of the Jedi, and a droid that looks like R two hanging from the vines, and he has a lightsaber at some point, and I'm like, yeah, this could be fun, and it's like, I think you put it right, it's like. You do it with these characters that you're not going to make huge stories out of. So it's like take a werewolf, whatever the werewolf by night character is in in Star Wars, which could be one of the literally the werewolf from the cantina, and you just do it. I mean, I'm not saying that Star Wars should copy that idea, but it's like you can. There's still like scary stuff going on. Like I'd argue, like with Andor right now, it's like wow, you're really seeing like the underbelly of the uh, the galaxy, or just like how crazy it was cut when the when uh, the empire was in charge but oh. uh yeah. <laughs> escape dagobah yeah, absolutely um i don't know you could do it it's it's just so weird because i i want to say star wars is trying to turn a corner because it's like we're we're in andor right now and it is jeff's kiss like probably the best star wars in a long, long time. Um, and then Tales of the... Uh, have you watched Tales of Jedi yet? I, I haven't seen it yet, no. So I won't go into detail. We'll wait till you watch them. We'll talk about more. But it's just like... Stuff like that. It's like, yeah. like It's like they, they throw these little things. And it's like, that's it. But like, are they deviating that much? Like, Andor is great. But it's still... It's still just like, here's the gaps of the story you don't mm-hmm. know. You know what's going to happen to Cassian. And then Tales of the Jedi is a lot of like... Clone Wars... Literally, the animation of Clone Wars, and then parts of the stories of the, from the movies and the TV show that, like, they're just filling gaps. Or just like, yes, I want this, but like, are you making a huge move? It's kind of interesting. Like, I I keep meaning to say to this to you. I was like, after watching the last Andor episode, I was like, six seasons in a movie. And I'm like, <laughs> they got the movie. They already have the movie. <laughs> well, let me say this. I want yeah, to sorry. point out that uh, Vermont Mike is putting him on blast right now. Andor says he's he's uh, he's kidding. Chill out. But, but we're going to pretend that Vermont Mike is saying this for real. I do want to point out one thing about Andor because I, I, I agree with you. I think this is the best Star Wars we've gotten possibly like ever. Um, it's up there with like, and we both like Jedi the best, but or Return of the Jedi. But I think this is up there with like Empire Strikes Back. In a lot of ways, but I, but the one thing though is everyone's like, oh, this is how Star Wars should be going forward, and I'm like, hold it, no, yeah, hold, yeah. no, it shouldn't be. Hold it, take a step back for a second. Yeah, this is great Star Wars, and I would, I would suggest more Star Wars like this in the future. But you know, are we like we're forgetting how much we loved Mandalorian when it came on the scene, and I think, I mean, sure, that's a little bit more playful. It's a little more for kids, but there's a but that's a lot of what Star Wars is. So while I think Andor is probably the best we're getting, maybe the best you know we get, I, and there is room for more stories in like that storytelling, the more mature audience storytelling type of way of doing it. I I, I really think we need to like not forget that there is a time and place for like Mandalorian and Obi Wan yeah. and Ahsoka and all that stuff that that's coming still. Because that stuff is a lot of fun as well. And we've never come on here and talked about how much we hated Mandalorian, especially Mandalorian. Like, and, but we're for, almost forgetting like what kind of show that is, right? That, that that really brought Star Wars back to the forefront of a lot, for a lot of people. Uh, and or though, it's, you know, it's just it's so well-crafted, so well-made, and it is more of that mature storytelling. But I, I just think we need to like 
Com- oh, I should take Vermont Mike's comment out here. <laughs> so, but, but we need to like remember that as much as we love this one, there is still room for those other ones. And that yeah. is still a big part of Star Wars. Because it is funny though, Brock, when you look at everyone's like, the original trilogy is the greatest. If you look at the original trilogy, and I would probably admit that it is the strongest of all the trilogies we've gotten. Yeah. But you have you have Star Wars, you have A New Hope, then you have Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And all three of them are so vastly different from each other. <laughs> like they are just like if you actually look at it, you're like, are these even the same? Like, you know what I mean? It's like they're so different. They're and, not and even directed like, by all the same people. No, they're not. <laughs> but they're so very different in a lot of ways. I just think there's room for for yeah. all of this in Star Wars. And and that's and look, I I do think Andor right now is the greatest we've gotten. I think yeah. it's the best looking, I think it's the best acted. I think like that Cyril character is like yeah. I'm like how is yeah. this like my favorite character now? Like yeah. he's actually like someone at first. I'm like I hate this guy. Now I'm like yeah. I am all in on this character, and I and and but that is not taking away from you know that I'm the one of the seven people that love Book of Boba Fett, and that does not take away from my love of Book of Boba Fett. No, no, no. It's just this one is you know it's just probably a little bit better. Um, and so I just think we need to reel it in a little bit on our or even our dislike. Even if you're on the other end of the spectrum and you hate it, just reel it in. The other stuff is coming. There's room for all of it. It's Star Wars. It's a big galaxy. It's a big, big playground. And I am in for all of it. Yeah. It's it's just like, it's just beautiful. I mean, no slam against the volume. Did they use the volume at all on the Andor show? To our knowledge? No, no, they didn't use it at all, no. And it's, it shows. It's just like, it's, you could probably watch this show with no audio because it looks so good. Like, it just looks so amazing. Good. Like, this is the show that you create some kind of, like, worldwide tour where you can go to all these locations. Like, yeah, uh, it's, I, I keep telling Rehem, like, you have, you have to watch this. I don't make her rush through anything, and then I, it's nice because I get to rewatch again. But I'm yeah. just like, this show, this show is great. This show is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so solid on yeah. so many, on so many levels. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, it just it, I, but but again with the volume, it's like there's a time and a place when yeah. the volume is amazing. Yeah, exactly. The volume was great, and and the cinematographer of the Batman, who did Rogue One, also was like, you know, the, the volume is great. It's not so great for daytime. It's great for dusk. You know, and they're mm. gonna learn how to use it. It's like blue screen, right, and yeah. green screen. Like they're gonna learn how to use it. And I yeah. don't fault, you know, like in Obi Wan, I thought some of the use of the volume when they were running, especially, was like, mm. oh man. But the thing is, I also give them a bit of a pass on that because they are learning this technology, and without those failings, and this is something that society has forgotten about: is you need to fail to learn and move on and succeed. Is like now they've done that. Sorry, Brock. Like eventually, we're going to get to a point where they're going to use the volume, and you're not going to know if it's a volume or if it's yeah. location. Oh, I think we're going to get. That. I think like we've gotten savvy to what the volume looks like now, yeah. so it's a nice treat with Andor to be like, look. So I don't even I haven't even read. Like, are people liking Andor? Is it getting like good reviews? Like, I I, I can't gauge Andor. Or, I think a lot. Like, I see a lot of people loving Andor. Mm. And then a lot of people who feel like it doesn't feel like Star Wars, and mm, because mm. it doesn't have the aliens, and I think, and and, and and it's funny. I was I was talking to Fantasia about this. Like they don't, but then this, but the thing that this show kind of does is it, is it knows that the aliens exist because the minute we see, and I guess spoilers if you haven't seen the latest episode of Andor, we should also say that. So spoilers if you we're going to talk about new Andor, but when we see Saw Gerrera. Mm-hmm. He's with his partisans, which is two tubes, that snow monster looking guy. Like, yeah, the aliens are there. They're in the in the distance. Then we got uh, Penis, the penis face looking alien last week. <laughs> we like we have like they're there. They're not in the forefront. I thought yeah. the prison. I thought the prison Andor was in could have used a little bit of aliens for some reason. But I understand. Obviously, the Empire doesn't hire aliens, so there wouldn't be any aliens in the Empire. And then mm. the planets on. I give it a pass on that, and I and right now I'm seeing like the aliens do exist. Just this story takes place away from those aliens, and I am okay with that. It's true though. I I didn't actually think about it until you mentioned it. Like there isn't a ton of the aliens there. They're like in the background, but there's like very little interaction, which is kind of strange. Is so so. Oh wow. No, I find, but I do find that because it is 
Because Brock, again, if you if you are a diehard diehard Mandalorian Mandalorian fan or or you know Force Awakens fan or prequel trilogy fan and or might not be what you are looking for in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And I think where we are in Star Wars, and we've been saying this for a while, is well now with Disney Plus and the shows, is the shows are the new novels. Like yeah, this yeah. would have been a novel, right? And not all the yeah. novels were for everybody. And so all these stories aren't going to be for everybody. And I think that's perfectly fine and fair for it to not be if you're trying to show different things. But also with this, Brock, is is this is a prequel to Rogue One. So it almost has to feel different from Mandalorian, which is a sequel to Return of the Jedi and a prequel to Force Awakens. It's got to feel like Rogue One, which was a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I, uh, uh, that's true, Heidi. I agree. Like, it's like if we didn't know about it, like, uh, why are you hearing all these alerts? I'm getting like Adobe has decided to update every single thing on my computer. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. Yeah, I, I agree with Dale on this one. Like, it's like, like there isn't a ton of action scenes. There are like probably every like third episode. There's some big thing that's kind of cool, but it's just like they make like the bureaucracy <laughs> of of the empire interesting. If that makes sense, there are points where you're like, "Where are we going?" And then you're like, "Oh wow, that's very cool." Like I feel like this is. I think I said to you through text, "Like this is like the TV version of like the visual dictionaries," where you're like. This is called this, and this is called that, and this is how this got here, and this got like, which, as I said before, like these shows that we're getting, like we got, we got uh, uh, really lucky this week and got a whole series of like featurettes from Tales of the of the Jedi, and then the new episode of Andor. It's just like, yes, they're not stepping forward but like we're getting more of that detail which at the end of the day every star wars fans loves that they don't have to like everything but like we love it we loved mm -hmm. it since 95 or whenever the expanding universe started late 80s or whatever like we love it so like maybe this one's not for you but the, the next one's like oh hi hawks um but yeah like i just like i am just uh, you're not gonna sway me I don't know, James, I know you're not trying to do it, but you're not going to sway me. Andor is a beautiful show, and it's like, it's like that first trailer. Remember when we saw that first trailer, we're like, whoa, this looks very interesting. And it's like, mind-blowing. I, I just, I think it's great. Um, and it's, it's wild to me. I don't know if you find this as well. The story really isn't about Andor. He's sort of like the plot device that's moving all these things along. But, like, there's so many, like, different stories going on that all sort of intermingle. And we obviously going to see them explode at the end. But, like, yeah, I just, like, it's I, great. It's, like, it doesn't have to be about Cassian at all times. I can't wait for the next episode when it is all about the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, my it's God. Like <laughs> I mean, like, somebody has to rein in Filoni just a bit. Like, <laughs> no, we let you make more cartoons. Like, what else do you want? <laughs> I, but again, I don't have a problem with any. Like I like it all. I do. Yeah, I think. And you know, Andor what really gets me though is like you're like, okay, this is going in that direction, and they're like, nope. Like with yeah, uh, yeah. my new favorite character Cyril and um and Heidi's favorite character. I can't remember her name right now. The Imperial oh, uh, that like, yeah. uh, Deidre, Deidre, Deidre Miro, Deidre. That sounds right. Yeah, Deidre. yeah, yeah. When she's like talking to him, I'm like, oh, the team up is happening, and then she's like, don't ever do that again. Or I won't tell her it'll be worse than me. I'm like, what is happening? Like, what? Yeah. So, I mean, like, is he going to be a rebellion fighter at the end? Because he seems so in <laughs> on the Empire, right? It's like, what is going on here? And then he saw them lie to get what they wanted. It's yeah. so, and I'm, and, and, you know, the one thing I love, and, and She Hulk was uh, nine episodes and originally it was supposed to be 10 and it ended up being, I haven't seen it all. I'm just, and apparently they went with nine because, the showrunner, writers, or whatever, was like, no, this only needs to be nine. We don't need a tenth. And and what I appreciate about that and and, and Andor being twelve is I feel like it needs twelve episodes. They're not Andor like, is twelve. I thought it was yeah. ten. No, it's twelve. <laughs> Brock's gone. Brock's 
He's he's gone streaking. Oh, that is the best <laughs> news ever. It, yeah, it's so getting cool. one more season or two. One? one more. It was supposed to be three seasons, but it was only like two. Okay. Next I, year. I thought I heard three, yeah. and I was like, wait a second. I thought it was two. It was two. three. It was oh. three, then they changed it to two. I'm in. Um, yeah. No, but 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 it, it feels like it needs those 12 episodes. Does it? Like, I obviously, we haven't got there yet, so I can't really. Yeah. I've, I've told everybody, I'm like, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's the greatest until we get there. We got to see if it lands the, the, the finish. But, but um, yeah, no, it, it just seems great that. They're they're allowing the story to dictate the amount of episodes that we get. It's yeah. not you know it's not eight episodes. It's not twenty four. It's like no, we need twelve to do what we're doing because it feels like it's three episode like four three episode arcs. Like I just rewatched episode four with Rehim and there's a part where he meets the rebels on the the shepherd planet. Let's call it that. Yeah, I don't know and... the name of anything on this. And Dari and Thari, I can't remember. I said it a bunch Namor of times. Five or something. Nikita yeah. Five. Or whatever. No, that's the prison one. <laughs> this is the one like they're about yeah, to not- roll. They're about to steal from the bank. Um, and and the the main the leader of that little group is like, you're either in or you're in all the way, or you're not. And I'm like, and no, there's no way we can prove this, but like all the way, them saying that to Andor, and like that being the line that like they had in the trailer that they inevitably cut and i enjoy i have a t-shirt of is like it's perfect i'm like it's probably has nothing to do with anything (laughs) what does heidi say yeah that's that's interesting too because like we've heard about the emperor but like not a single Mm -hmm. showing of him and do we do we expect to see him or is that like maybe next season sort of thing i don't expect to see him at all but you know Mm. i do I, I think what Heidi's saying is, you know, see see uh, the emperor and not Darth Sidious. See the emperor be the emperor. And I have, I, mm. I'm all on board with that. I would love to see that where he's not like, I'm evil. Ah. Like, it's like, oh, I'm manipulating you. I'm the emperor. Here's my, dis-. like, I would love to see it. Like, they mentioned they had, like, a secret meeting or whatever, or a yeah. meeting to discuss. Their- I would love to see that kind of stuff. I don't know if we're going to. I feel like they don't want to go that yeah. deep into it. Like, I think Tony Gilroy said no Easter eggs, which is impossible when you're making Star Wars because everything you do is an Easter egg. <laughs> that entire like antiquity shop is an Easter. Everything egg. Everything is an Easter egg. <laughs> Sagrera tubes, all the, that was all yeah. Easter eggs. Everything is Easter egg. But I think what he means is he's not gonna. They're not gonna. You know, Ahsoka's not gonna show up, and Luke's not gonna show up. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be very much grounded in, in its own. Right. Mythos that that was taken from from Rogue One, right? Like it's that's where I think that, I think. I think Andor is less a Star Wars show and more a Rogue One show, if that yeah. makes sense, right? Like it's, yeah. and that's what it is. And I think, and again, because that's what it is, I'm kind of fine with that. Whereas the other stuff, like Obi Wan, can't be what this is because Obi Wan isn't everything. So Obi Wan yeah. has to have everything. So, yeah, that that's where I am on on that. But I don't think we're gonna get CVP pals. But I would be all in on that seeing him as the emperor i would also like brock to see jar jar binks in that i know he's on naboo like as a street performer or whatever but i would love to see him just in that uh the senate chambers i would just love to see jar jar kind of like oh what's amisa done smoking a ciggy like oh <laughs> i want Amisa done <laughs> he's turned into a toad <laughs> like boss ass <laughs> Dale Erdman's correcting me. He said, no fan service. Easter eggs galore. So uh, I stand corrected. But yeah, I would argue no, that, that uh, we are, I say some of it is fan service, though. Like Sagrera tubes. Yeah. That's uh, to me. I love two tubes. That's fan service to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Like, they didn't, eh. I like, I just like, it is kind of like it blows your mind when you think about it. It's like they've created this idea that, like, the rebellion isn't one group. It's a whole bunch of groups mm-hmm. possibly smashed together or one. It's like, watch this. And you're like, they have no idea what they're going to do. They're just fighting. And like, it all comes down to the villain's son coming and like blowing stuff up and having the force. It's like, like, I think that's, that's really cool. That's like, this is what they were doing. They were just like, we have to fight. There was no, they're like, well, we have to get Luke. Like, Luke Skywalker is not the end game. Luke Skywalker is just a coincidence. And that, 
And that's something, again, where I feel like the sequels kind of missed a step in it, is that they put too much emphasis on Luke. Like, Luke is a myth. Luke is... It's like, uh, Luke... Yeah, yeah. No one knew about Luke. Like, yeah, Luke was yeah. really nothing in yeah. those movies. And that's, and that's something that... But we won't get into that. But but, yeah. but but Heidi kind of brought up something about how, like, Luke uh, shot down the Death Star using the Force, but he couldn't have done it without Andor and Jin. And I'm just thinking... And that comment kind of, kind of had me thinking, yeah... But also, you know, the the whatever her name yeah. is, Deidre Miko, whatever. Yeah. All of that is kind of pointless if you think about it, because mm-hmm. Shivy P Palpatine knows what's going on. He knows that there's a rebellion building out there. He knows what's going on. He makes it known in Return of the Jedi. Like he knows what is happening while it's happening. So I love that they're playing this kind of mouse game, but in the ultimate in the grand scheme of things, Brock, it's moot. Because Palpatine, yeah. he sees it all. He knows what's going on. And I, I still kind of love that. I love that he's making his minions do all this work. And he's like, I know the answer. They're all, they're all over the place. But for yeah. some reason, he doesn't know the basis. Though. But anyway, whatever. I just, it's just a great show. I know we are shills for Disney, but man, it's a great show. Great. And like I, we don't, we won't go into it because I really want to hear your feedback on it once you finally get time. To, like Tales of the Jedi was just exactly perfect for Disney Plus. So like you have to watch it, James. It's like just it, it it might take you two hours over the space of a day. You'll be fine. You have a baby. You can only watch things for twenty minutes, anyways. It's fine. It's fine. It's now it's even harder. But yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I I, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to. Um... To watching that show, I've heard really yeah. good things about the the Dooku episodes. Yeah, and that's I'm gonna. This is not really a spoiler. He's a large chunk of it. <laughs> the commercial makes it seem like it's a whole bunch of different stories, but it's not. There's a running story throughout. It's oh, really? Not like the last two episodes. Not not necessarily, but like it's just like you're just like yeah, yeah. This is perfect for Disney Plus. So it's like. Filoni could like never do live action ever. He would still be a busy man. Like the amount of animation oh, they're putting out, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, um, but yeah, love quick. it. And we were spoiled this week, quite frankly. And uh, I won't hear anything else about it. Nope, we're good. You want to go to the odds? Let's do it. Successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately three thousand seven hundred and twenty to one. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds, and I don't have a. My email thing opened. Oh, here it is. Never tell me the odds. Brought to you. Oh, I knew it. I was just saying, gonna say earlier that freaking dollar store mask, Dollarama, yo. Every time I see one of those plastic masks in Dollarama, who buys these? And the answer is James. For those of us who would like to finance us, why don't you go over to Rebel Scum Podcast or Patreon slash Rebel Scum Podcast, where you could help us buy more plastic masks like this one. True, true story. I saw a Jar Jar mask this year in a Dollarama. And the fine people that think it's great to finance us are Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price. Matt W, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Dale Erdman, who's in the chat right now, Girls with Sabres, and da 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they don't have oh. the typical hey. one. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Check out what? You didn't even see my hand. You didn't even... Oh, I see, I see. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> Your dollars at work, folks. Come with me to Delta Beer. <laughs> it's time for the Sith to arise. I can't remember what he says. At last, we will have our revenge. At last, we'll reveal it anyway. Here's a fun. Oh, yeah. Here's a fun uh, thing. Are are people like Darth Maul basically the uh, juggalos of the of South of the Star Wars galaxies? Insane clown posse. Boom. The juggalos gathering of the juggalos. 
No way. Okay, great. Moving along. Let's make this our first odd, Brock. <laughs> could Maul show Vermont, up in Andor? Mike, could Maul show up in Andor? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Not season two, though. Only season one. And even then, I don't know because it's five years before, and I think he dies ten years before it. He dies in Rebels. Spoilers. Where does Solo the, land in this? Uh, ten years. I think it's right before the Rebels. Episode. Oh yeah, sorry, it's before that. Yeah. Uh, no, okay, I think so you're right. I, I don't think I don't think he can. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 11.1 percent because <laughs> of Gilroy's no fan service comment. But yeah, yeah. So, but I think Maul needs to show up in like Mand or Kira needs to show up in, in Mandalorian. Oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That needs to happen. Anyway, I'm going 11.1 percent. I'm gonna give it five percent. A weak sauce. So this one's from Heidi. Heidi says, uh, what are the odds that Deidre Miro, Dedra or Deidre? I am an Imperia. Uh, is actually Andor's sister. Will she end up being Andor's sister? Don't look for your sister, mm. Cassian. She's dead. Never tell me the odds. Is his sister, Deidre, uh, whatever her last name is. That would be interesting. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give a full Brock on that because I'm like, Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know. And she's the only character that we've met that could be other than like Bix, who's clearly not because they had a romantic connection. So that would be <laughs> weird. But it would be very Star Wars if they did, though. It would be very Star Wars. I like almost don't want to go back to that storyline because it's been like it's we're on episode seven now and there hasn't been mention of it again since the first three episodes. I, I just the, the only thing, Brock, is like, what the hell was the point of it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there has to be a point. So I'm gonna go. Um... Yeah, I'll go full Brock as well. Why not? Because yeah. I don't know. Like, what else are you doing if that's not the case? Uh, I, you know, or maybe his sister shows. Maybe his sister's Kira. Uh, and our <laughs> final odd: uh, Will the Wolfman from the Cantina uh, in A New Hope return? Well, we have the Wolfman from the Cantina return. It's like one of those characters that I haven't even tried to throw in the background of something. I, I feel ah! like, oh no, Mike down. Like, I feel like that character, that kind, that race was in one of the cartoons at some point. Um, I'm gonna go forty-five percent on that one. I'm gonna go 17. Who the hell cares about that? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna do your werewolf by night Star Wars, you have a character built in, and that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. So what I if it's know. like a droid that's a vampire? Oh, they think Clone Wars did a couple like Halloween-y episodes with like the brain eater thing and yeah, stuff exactly. like that. So, so I mean, we've seen um, we've seen stuff happen. Yeah. But anyway, do you have news? I have news. Oh. You need to know. All right, holla news time. Take it, holla news. Da 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 da. Holla news. Da da da. Spooky holla news. Da 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 da. Ooh. Ooh. news. The news you need to know right now. Hasbro has unveiled new Star Wars: The Black Series figures. Drawn from beloved expanded universe stories, including Mara Jade, Luke Skywalker's wife, and the now Legends timeline, and key characters from Knights of the Old Republic. Revealed at Hasbro's MCM Comic Con in London, Bastila Shan and Darth Malak from Knights of the Old Republic led the charge in terms of the Star Wars The Black Series reveals. While Hasbro released smaller three inch versions of these characters in the past, this is the first time we've got either of them at a more detailed six inch scale. Along with their signature lightsabers, and collector-friendly boxes featuring original artwork. They also have some fun extra touches like Malik's removable metal jaw and posable robes for Bastila that offer more flexibility when it comes to display. No date for these releases, but keep an eye out because they are coming soon and Black Friday's just around the corner. Uh, Ashley Eckstein talked to Looper this week or last week or who knows, some point. She managed to reveal that she got to visit the set of the live-action Disney Plus series of Ahsoka. While there's little that she could talk about without breaking the standard non-disclosure agreements that come with a set visit on a ma major franchise, 
She did know that she got to meet Rosario Dawson on the set of the series for the first time. I was, and she said this, I was so honored. I got to visit the set of Ahsoka. Unfortunately, I don't have a cameo in season one of Ahsoka. It was just a set visit, but I don't want to say just a set visit because there was a, it was a dream come true. It was such a wonderful day. I got to see two different scenes being filmed and finally got to meet Rosario Dawson. I've been wanting to meet her for three years. I know she's been wanting to meet me. It was a beautiful moment. So she was so kind and so nice. So the Ahsoka is coming together and being best friends. You've heard it here first. And we mentioned it just a little bit ago. There are some scary Star Wars episodes. And here's a list of the top nine as appointed by StarWars.com. I'll say them slowly because it's a whole bunch of stuff. Number one is Star Wars The Clone Wars episode called Massacre, which is in season four, episode 19. Number two is Star Wars Rebels Visions and Voices, season three, episode 11. Star Wars The Clone Wars Lair of Grievous, season one, episode 10. Star Wars The Clone Wars Padawan Lost, episode three, episodes, season three, episode 21. Star Wars The Clone Wars Brain Invaders, season two, episode eight. Star Wars The Clone Wars the mortis arc which is season three episodes 15 to 17 number seven is star wars rebels the mystery of chopper base season two episode 20 number eight is star wars the bad batch battle scars season one episode seven and the final one is star wars resistance bibbo season one episode 12 and these are the ones you want to watch if you got to have your star wars spooky and they will deliver because this is the hollow news Spooky Star Wars. Spooktacular. <laughs> we don't even have a pumpkin on the screen. No. There, there are some spooky Star Wars, though. It's always good to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there you and have it. Heidi is getting banned from the channel forever. Banned. What she do now? Banned, Heidi. Banned. My mouth is done. Eventually changed her name to Mary Jane. Banned. Beyond. Blocked. <laughs> Blocked. Moving on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Why is why what is Heidi's obsession with finding some kind of like family tree throughout? She must love the Game of the Thrones stuff. It's literally all about this family and this family and this family and this family. That's what Star Wars is though. I mean, yeah. if you look at Star Wars, it's actually what it is. You can't, yeah. you can't blame it. I like this one. Snow was created from the DNA of CVP Grogu and Trusty Kino Loy. Who is the trustee? That's uh, it- Andy Circus. Uh really? Yeah, but Snoke is candy. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine it's all characters that Andy Serkis plays in Andy the Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> every character. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. By oh, the way, yeah. how good? Before we get to the top five, how good was Andy Serkis in that? Oh, episode? so good. He's like he could. He should be a more utilized character actor, and for some reason, he's not. And I don't I, get it because he's good in everything he does. It's like he's like. It's like I will give you all the emotions in all different ways. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. are you crazy? Do are it. you supportive? I'm like, I love it. Do it. All right, top yeah. five. Top five. Top five moments for Andor. Last couple episodes for sure of Andor. Yeah. Since we've spoken about it, but a lot has happened since we talked. I think three episodes have come, have they not? Since we last spoke. Possibly, yes. I don't know. Anyway, top five moments from Andor. It could be any episode. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. My number five is every single moment of the Imperials. That's my number okay. five. <laughs> Everything the Imperials do, I am all in. By the way, we're finally getting Stormtroopers, so this is the greatest show of all time. Uh, my number five is going to be the eye of whatever that planet was, The, the, the how they escaped the whole thing. I was like, that's cool. That was cool. That, that's very nice. And the, like that guy gets squashed, but he's like, go up. Now go down. Now go up. Now I'm dead. <laughs> uh, my number four is the light show. Yeah. I don't know what it was called, but I was like, wow, it's that's like cool. The yeah. eye. The eye opens for Yeah, but I'm not talking about the flying part. I'm just talking about the the way I was like, the I idea. wish fireworks yeah. looked like that. Uh, my number four is in the same episode. I was like, I like the idea that that one like Imperial commander had a family. It's like, I, I feel, I don't know how true, like... Have we ever seen Imperial with their like, like their their partner or their child before? Outside of like, I guess Vader and Luke. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I like I like that a little. Well, they're giving humanity to the the Empire. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that I'm really I'm really liking. Like this mm-hmm. is like Lost Stars. 
Yeah. It's like the, the adult lost stars is what we're getting here. My number three, Cyril and Deidre, uh, when you thought it was going to go one way, and she's like, don't ever do this again or your life will be even worse. And I was like, what is happening here? Because every other show, they would be teaming up right now to take down Andor and the Rebellion. And she's like, no, this is, this is my show, kid. Uh, my, my number three was just like this beach resort. Like, <laughs> like he's like, I'm going to run now. And it's yeah, like, he's just like, I'm, I, here's a I'm random. A tourist. Yeah. I'm a tourist. Yeah. Like, like that was great. I loved it. It's so good. I love that. He just went to Florida. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And that's exactly what probably happened in Florida. If you were yeah. in, or I don't know what's happening with this Cape. <laughs> I always forget there is a Cape. in this. <laughs> Ooh, Mandalorian is CVP. Look at this. Oh, what? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my number two is uh, Cassian when he kills that dude that he was working with. And the dude's like, we can take the money. We can split it. And he's like, bam! And yeah. just kills him in cool blood. I'm like, yeah, he does that in Rogue One. Did you forget? Yeah, so I, exactly. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I really like... I don't know how to exactly describe it, but the the storyline with Mon Mothma where she's just like, like we expect her oh. to be like the leader of this rebellion. And she's just like holding on by threads. Like it's, it's very yeah. exciting. Really good stuff. And I love, I'm actually, I'm actually growing into a fan of her husband character. Oh, interesting. Uh, Cause I'm not sure where he lies right now. Like wow. I'm very conflicted on what's up with this character. And I enjoy it that I'm conflicted about that. Cause I don't know. So I'm all in on that. Uh, my number one is Sagarera. Suck it. Oh yeah, Sagarera. I my... like Sagarera. I'm a huge Sagarera. I wasn't, and then they just keep shoving him in every single piece of Star Wars that we get, and now I'm a big Sagarera fan. Uh, my number one is the K2SO, whatever the brand of those oh, droids are, yeah. like showing up, and we're like fan service. Boom, boom, boom. Suck it, Dale. Um, no, I loved it, and just like he's like. He's like uh, almost choking him to that. Like, oh, that was crazy. Like, I love the end of that episode where it's just like, oh, you think you've escaped? No, 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 no. So, yeah, no, I, yeah, it's such a, I really like the show. Uh, Heidi says there was a scene cut from Return of the Jedi where an Imperial was concerned about his boots on the moon of Endor. And of course, Mon Mothma's husband's name is Perrin Firtha, says Dale Erdman. Perrin yeah. Firtha. And I don't know, there's something up with him. Uh, we got, like, Andor's going to get out of prison, but we don't know how. Yeah. He's being hunted by everybody. So that's also intriguing. Luthen and his uh, employee, that's intriguing. Mon Mothma, like you said, you don't know what's up with that. There's a lot going on, Brock. Does the assistant at uh, Luthen's like, antiquity shop? Like give you Carrie Fisher vibes, and they call her Clay. Oh, Leia! Like, I'm yeah. just like, what the? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, is that Leia? Did he say Leia? And we're just gonna pretend that Leia works yeah, here. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was. But I will say one thing that is missing is Bail Organa is kind of missing yeah. from the Senate stuff. I, I will say, I, I. But he is in Rogue One, so I don't know if they're gonna shoehorn him in or not. But he was yeah. in Obi Wan, so they might stay away from that. But I'm. I would like to see Bail Organa. When I saw Saw, I was like, Seesaw, says Dale Erdman. And, Ban. Uh, and Heidi, Heidi, Heidi laughed. She's been banned, so I don't know how. <laughs> Clea is the name of it. Clea. Clea yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great great character. Great. Oh, yes. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I hit that by accident. Uh, great show. A lot of fun. Halloween is coming tomorrow. Hey, Brock, I'm Darth Maul. You know, when I moved you to that house, I should have found that mask and threw it away. You and yeah. Aaron say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think I lost the mask. And then I was like, oh, no, wait, it's actually in safekeeping. It is. I think it's a little damaged, though. I think it did get a little, it got a little crack in it, a little tear. Got Release a little the tear. crack. Yeah, a little tear. So might be time to get a new one. Oh, yeah, like a, <laughs> Uh, the price isn't on it anymore. But the, the best is the uh, the hanger thing is, like where they hung it up. It's still there. taking that. <laughs> well, you have to like cut it off. It's, it's like part of the mask. Yeah, yeah. So they really went all in. They had this uh, young Anakin with the pod racing yeah, helmet yeah. on. Uh, Queen Amidala and Jar Jar Binks were the ones that had from Star Wars. 
I got Darth Maul. And I've worn it every year. I think it's been five years I've worn that thing. At least four. <laughs> yeah. Four or five years I've worn it. And uh, I don't know. It's not going away. But I have moved up to... This one's way better quality. This is Mando. Remember when you brought your daughter on this? I can't Where's wait in like 20 years showing this to her and be like... She'll be like, Why? <laughs> then she'll be like, what is YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm trying to read the I don't know story. Oh, Daryl with the jokes uh, and how he likes the fact that the female protagonist isn't a brunette. Yeah, I guess is that our first blonde in Star Wars? Other than maybe. Well, Laura Dern, but she had pink hair, so it might be. Yeah, Laura Dern, yeah. <laughs> She had pink hair, though, so it could be our first yeah. first blonde in Star Wars. All oh, right, Brock, yeah. How amazing would it be if we, we met a young Holdo or something like that? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't fit in this, but, like, maybe. maybe. It would be great. It would be great, maybe. but I don't think. Like a I young Leia think. at the end of the series, like next season, a young Leia with a young Holdo just hanging out somewhere. Like, what? That's uh, what I call fan service. <laughs> No. Kicking Air is the one who who got this for me. So he's oh, just I see. So he's yeah. biased. I'm a, I'm yeah, he's very very Band. biased. He missed, he missed the beginning. He missed the beginning because that was also his Yoda mask helmet too. So <laughs> rewind it. All right, Brock. This is the end of the Halloween spooktacular. Almost gone. Boocast. Check this out. What if this happened? What if the Mando went as Darth Maul for Halloween? Maybe. I mean, if the horns were on top, it would just be like the yeah, Mandalorians that were on his side. <laughs> oh, come with me to Dathomir. All right, let's wrap it up. Brock, anything else you want to say? No, happy Halloween to all and to all a good candy. Be trip. safe out there trick-or-treating, yeah. everybody. I yeah. hope you don't find any lightsabers in your chocolate. Until <laughs> next time, he's this is episode 261. He's Brock. I'm James. And he was always scum. Rebel scum. Thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.